When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Awesome news if you love cheese balls. Also, the biggest causes of workplace burnout. It is Wednesday, the 21st of August, 2019. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Are you burned out at your job? For a lot of Americans, the answer is yes. According to this latest study, 91% of employees say they're at least a little burned out at their job right now, and their bosses know it. 96% of bosses say their employees are showing signs that they are burned out. On a scale of 1 to 10, the average person ranks their burnout at a 5.6, but (laughs) there is 28% of people who are between an 8 and 10. Oh, wow. I think it comes and goes for me. Like right before vacation, I was really feeling the burnout. And then I come back and I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just, all of these studies are so disheartening to me. It seems like every study about the workplace, people are burnt out and pissed off and hate their job and want to be doing something else and work too many hours and not enough vacation. We are a miserable society. Well, the trajectory the is more productivity, and that's driven by our demand for bigger houses, more cars, more electronics, more toys, more vacations, and you know we want to we want to make more money. And uh, we're paying the price. We're paying the price for it. Yeah, you got to make choices. So, what's causing it? Top five reasons we're burned out. Well, we all have a job to do. And when you're interrupted at work, that makes it frustrating and difficult to do your job, and it slows your job down. That's the number one answer on the board, constantly being interrupted during work. Number two, your career is stagnating. Uh, Number three, an unmanageable workload. Number four, toxic culture in the workplace. And number five, having to use dated technology. Because the company doesn't want to spend the money on upgrading, I guess. Mm. That can be a double-edged sword, though, because they could upgrade you out of a job. So let's talk about computers. Do you type, or, do you type faster on a computer or on your phone? Both. Computer. Computer. I think I go fast on both. Yeah, 68% of people say they're actually faster on a computer. Because you can use all 10 fingers. Right. But man, when you really get those thumbs going... And if you start filling in the words. 
Yeah, the, uh, what do they call it? The series, you know, the word. It's like completion. Autocomplete, like yeah. Autocomplete. Right. That's helpful. Yeah. There is a huge generational divide there, though. More than 20% of people under the age of 35 say they're faster on a phone versus just 1% of people over the age of 55. So basically, young people are 20 times more likely to say they're better at typing on a phone than older people. Women are also more likely than men to say they're faster on a phone. Yeah. Not surprising. <laughs> Not surprised mm-hmm. either. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you're one of those people who lives their life out on Instagram, I guess your brain kind of just sort of becomes trained to like see everything as a photo op. As a share possibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a woman named Tiffany Mitchell. She is an Instagram influencer and a lifestyle lifestyle blogger in Nashville and a few weeks ago she got into a a minor motorcycle accident and she decided to turn the moment into an artsy photo shoot (laughs) she had a friend with her who was a photographer and they took professional photos of Tiffany on the ground in pain being tended to by a good looking guy how lucky was she to have that photographer right there to capture it all on film? Now, one of the photos features a bottle of smart water that looks suspiciously <laughs> like product placement. That's kind of funny. Yeah. So Tiffany has actually been taking some heat for turning this accident into Instagram content. She's also been accused of working in the smart water product placement. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And although she and Smartwater deny it, when BuzzFeed interviewed her about it, she told him, I'm so sad that some people are taking it that way. Why? Yeah, we are taking it that way. I'm and- looking at them now and they look like completely just staged photos. They look pretty staged. Yeah. Which is funny because it was a real accident. Minor accident. But anyway, so they do the interview with her and, you know, she denies that these were setups or that it was staged. And then after the interview was over, she reached out to BuzzFeed and asked them not to write the story as it would, quote, draw negative attention. She has since deleted the photos from Instagram, but Birch uh, was able to find some screenshots, if you're curious. Oh, yeah. The BuzzFeed article is still up. She's got 200-something <laughs> thousand followers. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a lot. And a lot of very, very busy photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Planters cheese balls. You a fan? Oh, huge yeah. fan. I lo- when I was a kid, are you kidding? Those were amazing. Planters and a Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. Mellow yellow. Mellow yellow, babe. 
<laughs> Just like all the other fine foods in this world yeah. covered in neon orange cheese dust. I mean, does processed get any better than that? I don't think so. <laughs> Planters just created a new product. A canister that's filled with just the cheese powder. Just the, so you could put it on anything. A neon orange cheese powder. You can sprinkle it on whatever you like, whatever your heart desires. What you got over there for <laughs> breakfast this morning, Jen? Well, you know, I got a smoothie, Jeff. Well, we could it's sprinkle a, a little orange dust on that. A lot of blueberries in it, and then I'm going to have some gluten-free toast with some some almond butter on it. Ooh, Wanna I don't know if it would be on good that? on that cheese. Yeah, see, instead of sprinkling cinnamon, you could sprinkle neon orange cheese dust. Yeah. Planters discontinued his cheese balls back in 2006, but brought them back last year. Then they discontinued them again. They're releasing the canisters of cheese powder in honor of bringing them back again permanently. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you won't be able to buy the cheese powder in stores, though. You'll have to win it by tweeting at Mr. Peanut and telling him what foods you want to put cheese dust on. Mr. Peanut. I bet it would be good on, like, popcorn or, you know, things that you would maybe like cheese-flavored. Yeah, sure. I think they just have leftover stuff. They're trying to come up with a creative way to get rid of it. Get rid of it. Meanwhile, a 59-year-old guy named John Davis went to a Walmart in St. Petersburg, Florida on Saturday night and drunkenly drove off in one of their motorized shopping carts. Now, he lives 20 miles away in Palmetto, Florida. (laughs) It's kind of a hike. <laughs> it's a bit of a hike. And would you get up there? Route 19? Is that how you'd get there? US 19. So that's uh, how many lanes? Six in some places, isn't it? Depending. It's big. Yeah. It's a big road. Unless you decide to just hop on the freeway and take the bridge. You could do that, too. Well, about a mile into the drive, he got stuck when the cart's battery ran out. The cops caught him at a convenience store trying to recharge it at a power outlet. So, I did kind of love this guy. He's been, you know, if you were to ever turn to a life of crime, yeah, this would be, this would be, I see what you I as perpetrating. Yep. He yeah. was arrested for felony grand theft, too. Wow. Felony yeah. grand theft for that one. Well, they're expensive, those little cart things. Wow. Yeah, they probably go for, what, a couple grand each at least? Yeah. Oh, they got to be. All right, so let's play a game. Let me see. Let me call out my game theme music here. From Hollywood, it's the game everyone loves to play. Guess this sound. Oh, this one. Yay. Yeah. Hey. Applause, please. Thank you very much. Okay, we're going to play uh, a sound here. You've got three choices. This is multiple choice. Is this A, a carnival ride that keeps starting and stopping? A combine harvester pelting people with confetti? <laughs> or a garbage truck slowly driving down a crowded street? Here's the sound. Garbage truck. Okay, Fritch is putting in garbage truck. Okay, there was the combine, and then what was the other one? Uh, 
Uh, a carnival ride that keeps starting and stopping. Fritch is going with C. A yeah. garbage truck slowly driving down a crowded street. Tim, what say you? I'm also going to go with C. All right. Just to be disagreeable, I'll go with A. You're going to go with A. A <laughs> carnival <laughs> ride that keeps starting and stopping. Not shocking. I'm <laughs> surprised you could see it with all the blueberry I know, right? crap you on see our me. mouth. I am so pretty right now. My lips and everything are blue. Go. All right, I'm going to play you the sound one more time. It might be the, it might be the combine. I don't know. It I'm feeling be. combine now. Carnival ride. All right. <laughs> Tim has changed his answer. Tim I, is going with A. Is that I, your final answer, Tim? The sure, carnival ride sure. to keep starting and stopping. Is that your final answer? Sure, or are you going to stick yeah, with I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. That is incorrect. Yeah. It is not a carnival ride Loser. that keeps starting and it's stopping. It's combine, isn't it? You could hear the diesel. Uh, Fritch's original answer was C, a garbage truck slowly driving down a crowded street. Uh, ah! Loser. Combine. It is the combine harvester pelting people with confetti. Right. Good job, Jen. <laughs> this this happened in Spain. It's wedding guests outside of a small country church waiting for the bride and groom to come out. And when they do, a mini combine harvester on the street starts pelting them with corn <laughs> confetti. Corn? Corn confetti. Yep. It's a mixture of confetti and crushed corn. And it's taking the place of the traditional rice that usually gets thrown at weddings, but it's also spraying all over the place, and it's hitting just about everybody. So huh. there you go. It's a combine harvester pelting wedding guests <laughs> in Spain with corn and confetti. That is hilarious. Pretty good, right? Yep. Speaking of weddings, someone posted a photo of a woman's wedding dress. I don't know. Have you guys seen this? The wedding dress, it's got a long brown bow in no. the back, so it looks like she had a very unfortunate bathroom-related accident. <laughs> I did see it. Yeah, it, it looks funny. Hey, everybody's really sick from that restaurant. Oh. But it wasn't the restaurant. Oh, no, no, no. Lillian, oh, no. where are you going? I need a bathroom. No! Oh, no. Oh, no. Where are you going? Don't you dare ruin that dress! Oh, that was a great scene. It really that was. One great. of the greatest movies of all time. Yep. Bridesmaids. Oh, that's great. You haven't seen Bridesmaids? You will laugh till you cry. You will. It's really funny. And then you'll cry because it gets really sweet at the end. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh. <laughs> By the way, a new study found the friendliest states in America and Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana are not one of them, or at least in the top five anyway. Yeah, we didn't make the cut. No. Uh, Let's see. If I go down the list here, Minnesota, Tennessee, South Carolina, Texas, and Wyoming. However, Indiana is a very close sixth, just outside the top five. Because Indiana prides itself on who's your hospitality. Going above and beyond for other people, Indiana. 
All right, Indy. Nice. People there are good-natured, good well sense done. of humor. More than just a flyover state. Oh, no, people. Indiana will hold a special <laughs> place in your heart after just one visit. The crossroads of America. I just went there last month in July. I took a little day uh, overnight trip to Indianapolis. Penelope and I went to the Children's Museum up there, which is fantastic. And we stayed at their Marriott downtown, and everyone was so nice. Nice. That is nice. They really were. Uh, Ohio didn't do too badly. Ohio was number 11. Ohio is a classic example of Midwestern manners and a genuinely positive attitude toward other people. Locals are open-minded and will eagerly share their favorite place to eat or drink with out-of-towners. And it's a great place for families, too, with lots of kid-centric activities. This according to Big 7 Travel. Kentucky? Got a little work to do. What about our Southern hospitality? (laughs) Number 19. So this is good. Everybody's in the top 20, but we could all stand to, we could all use some improvement. Sure. Uh, In Kentucky, you'll find that people are nice no matter what, whether you've been born and raised here or just passing through, locals will treat you with the same kind attitude. Kentuckians have a particular kind of friendliness that will make you want to move here immediately. Yeah. Woohoo. Come on in. Yeah. Welcome to Kentucky. (laughs) So there you go. Uh, my home state of Massachusetts uh, was at number 47 out of 50. I believe that, I don't do you? Too. Does that shock or surprise well, you at all? Well, Massachusetts locals, uh, I would argue, aren't rude per se, but the there is an overall indifference towards strangers, mm-hmm. and uh, that, that, I think, eroded <laughs> the score. Uh, indifference, igno- that's a really good word yeah, for it. Yeah, ignoring people isn't exactly a trait <laughs> that uh, will put you among the friendliest states in America, but it also takes a long time to be accepted as a true Bostonian, not just a blow-in. Not but, just a blow-in. Right, but the rudest state, care to guess? Is it New York? New York? Probably not. It is New York. I'm walking here! I'm walking here! <laughs> Go Dustin Hoffman and Midnight Cowboy. It is just a whole nother world. It is. In Midtown Manhattan. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Yeah, yeah he did. He had a walk sign. He's right. So, yeah, Minnesota, Tennessee, and South Carolina. What did, what, yeah, what did I say? Minnesota, Tennessee, South Carolina, the top three. Yeah, I was just in Minnesota about a month or two ago. Super friendly people. And I thought they were friendly here when I moved here from Massachusetts. Well, and I lived in Florida for a while, too. I've lived in a few states. Mm-hmm. California. Who do you think is the nicest? I thought it was Ohio. That you've lived. No, I'm saying out of all the places you personally have lived. Yeah, Ohio. Ohio is? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm just saying that because I live here. Remember, I kept saying it Jen when we first moved here. A, it's hilly. <laughs> the topography. <laughs> so green here. And the people are so nice. <laughs> It's so hilly here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was just nice to be in an area where, because especially to coming from Florida, we've talked about how there's so much road rage down there. Mm-hmm. Not that we don't have road rage here, we do, but just not to the degree that you have in Florida. Not and, the same. And, and I would often make the observation of the interesting thing about Florida is that uh, you have so many transplants in Florida. Like a lot of people that are. A lot of people that were super world, unhappy yeah. where they were and they just brought it to Florida. <laughs> Yeah. So now they're unhappy in Florida. Yeah. Because no matter where you go, you always take yourself with you. 
<laughs> right. So I hear people complaining about, you know, the old folks that drive too slow. And then the <laughs> northerners, the Yankees that drive like maniacs. And there are, of course, there's there's an abundance of crazy news stories that come out of Florida. So that's oh, why yeah. we love it. That's right. Yeah. I forgot. All the crazies are down there. Exactly. Right? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.